Making a small positive change today may result in huge changes later on. And now for something completely different. Welcome to Surrounded by Idiot Radio Podcast. From the javabud.com studios in beautiful Scottsdale, Arizona, United States of America, this is the Surrounded by Idiots radio podcast. I am Tony Dufresne, PhD, philosophical counselor. Great to be back with you this week. Today, I'm going to talk about wolves and butterflies and how the smallest of changes can impact in the biggest way. And today's show came about because I, a few days ago I was reading something that I had read previously, but it didn't really click to the same effect that it did. And it was the story about the wolves in Yellowstone. So back in the mid-1900s, I mean hundreds of years ago, the wolf population in Yellowstone Park, and for those of you who don't know, if you're not in the States or you just don't know, Yellowstone Park is one of our biggest, most beautiful, magnificent national parks in the United States. It's up in Wyoming and Montana. It is massive and it has the most diverse. It, it is the pure essence of, of the American West is Yellowstone Park. And back in the 1900s, the wolf population was wiped out basically and by people, of course. So in 1995, 14 wolves were released back into the park. This was kind of a little bit of an experiment. And interestingly enough, it led to an ecological phenomenon called the Trophic Cascade. 14 wolves in this huge national park initiated a more natural ecosystem balance. Well, what happened was when they first got in there, they started hunting the elk population, which had overpopulated the area. Well, the decrease in elk population led to the elk staying away from parts of the park that were dangerous to them because the wolves knew where the easiest place to get them. And so then the elk realized that they can't be just hanging out wherever. And so they stayed away from a few different places that were a little more dangerous. Well, this led to those parts of the park having the ability to regenerate themselves where the forests of aspen and willow trees started to flourish. Because if there's nobody there to chase you away and there's a lot of elk, they're going to eat a bunch of stuff. And they were eating the willows, the willow trees, the aspen trees. They were just munching away and, you know, getting fat and happy because they, they have no danger, basically. So, so the forest started to reflourish in those areas, which led to more berries and bugs, which led to more birds coming in to eat the berries and the bugs. And more trees meant the beaver started moving back into those areas. And the beaver was almost extinct from that area uh, over the past 50 or so years. So when they started building the dams again, they started providing habitats for other species like otters and muskrats and other assorted reptiles. So the wolves also killed coyotes, which led to a growing number of rabbits and mice, which led to more bald eagles and hawks and red foxes and badgers and weasels. That was a little Dr. Susie in there. And with more balance between predator and prey, there was an increased level of vegetation, which led to less erosion, which stabilized the riverbanks, which led to a more stabilized physical geography. It changed the land. 14 wolves 
changed the land, changed the way the rivers were eroding the land. It reminded me when I first read about it, uh, about Back to the Future. If you haven't seen the movie Back to the Future, where he went back and where he where he got his dad to actually punch Biff. And then he went back to 1985 again. And <laughs> things are totally, totally flipped where his dad was successful and Biff was just some dork washing the car. Well, this whole process, it's it's a part of a thing called in philosophy, psychology, it's called chaos theory. And it and more specifically, it's called the butterfly effect. And that's from this guy, Edward Lawrence. And he did this study on these weather models where he had an example of there was a tornado and he wanted to see if the flapping of the wings of a distant butterfly several weeks earlier would make a difference in terms of the path or the strength of the tornado. And when he put it into his weather model, time after time after time, what he found was the flaps of those butterfly wings made a difference because he couldn't get, when he had them in there, it turned out one way. When he didn't have them in there, it turned out another way. And he kept trying to, he kept doing this back and forth to see if it was a consistent impact on this particular weather model of a tornado. And it was, which he came to, to the conclusion of a very small change in initial conditions had created a significantly different outcome. And it's the same thing with the wolves. And it's the same thing with Back to the Future. And how does it apply to me and you? Well, it applies to me and you as making a small positive change today may result in huge changes later on. And this could be the smallest of changes in terms of you know not having an extra cigarette or not having an extra hit on the jewel which could maybe lead to you ultimately not smoking anymore, which could lead you to being around for your kids' lives or making a small change like the story that we had just a, a couple of weeks ago or so about just paying six bucks for somebody's muffin and a coffee in the drive-thru and, that, and them deciding, wow, there are some good people on this earth and them not deciding to kill themselves. Small changes. That's why, again, it's so very, very important to understand day after day, hour after hour, second after second, how important you are in this whole system and how important your actions are in this whole system and how you impact things positively or negatively. So my call to action is look at every single thing that you do as something that can be done in the grand scheme of things. Pick up that piece of trash while you're walking. The whole point is not every single thing is going to lead to a, a brand new geography in a national park. But the point is, is that in terms of the butterfly effect, it's proven that small changes, small, small actions can lead to huge changes. So why not do some small positive action? It doesn't, I mean, you know, no skin off your back, right? It could lead to something huge. It could lead to saving a life. It could possibly lead to the end of global warming. I mean, who knows, right? That's why it's important to turn off the water during when you're brushing your teeth, maybe. Or recycling that water bottle instead of just tossing it. Or saying hi to somebody instead of not saying hi to somebody because you're rushed or you just don't feel like it. I don't know. But it's something to think about, isn't it? Because it's a proven theory. Remember the butterfly effect. And remember the wolves in Yellowstone. Calling on-
I hope you have a great rest of the week. Remember, you can go to javabud.com for everything. I am on Alexa, Flash Briefing, and YouTube. I will talk to you soon. Bye. I'm too tired to pretend I don't want to be alone. I'm calling